Good day and welcome to the Larry Lakers Dribbling Chit Chat Show. We ask a lot of questions. Well, our viewers and our listeners ask a lot of questions. Namely, Austin Reeves Watch. How did Austin go today versus Greece? And another question's come up. Where, oh where in the world is Wenyan Gabriel? That plus other World Cup wobblers are features of today's show. From your listeners for the Dribbling Chit Chat with the Larry Lakers. Our listeners have brought up the question, where in the world is Wenyan Gabriel? How did Austin Reeves go versus Greece? And what about World Cup wobblers? And why are there Lakers, Lakers everywhere? Good news when you're missing a fair bit of basketball during the NBA offseason, but there's plenty to talk about and plenty of games to watch with Lakers everywhere, as our listeners have said. Please like, subscribe, comment, podcast, get anywhere on your good podcasters please give us a a like and listen and you also go to youtube where you can uh, watch the show and see a few other questions from our listeners question number one for today's episode dribbling chit chat it's your chit chat you put the questions forward tim huggins has put a question forward tim hugs it is at destination anywhere i always go there when i'm getting a quote on going overseas destination anywhere but tim hugs here's his question how did austin go today against greece and is Giannis the greek freak playing at all now Tim, I think there's some bad news if you're looking for Giannis Antetokounmpo in that the Greek freak is not playing for Greece. I believe his brother is, but uh, Giannis himself is not. So Greece, not quite as strong as you'd hope they were. They were um, blown away early against the USA today, but then came back steadily. The USA, it was a pretty competitive game. I think they're only about five to ten points better for three quarters of the game. It was that first quarter where things got out of hand. How did Austin go? We'll find out. Austin had 11 points. He was only played for 15 minutes, Tim. It looks like Coach Kerr is looking at some different strategies on who he might play, probably for different lineups, as the World Cup has all sorts of teams and combinations. So I think this time, Coach Kerr, looking at his combos, 3 or 4 for shooting for Austin Reeves, 11 points in 15 minutes, 3 or 4 shooting, 2 or 3 from the arc. Good news for Lakers fans, if he can continue that when he's in the purple and gold. One rebound only, a very nice Euro for an and one for someone who uh, might have got backhanded praise from his teammates, his all-star teammates. They said, what what is something he's, they said, he's for real, something he's good at is getting to the line. That's a real skill. I'm not sure if that was a backhanded compliment or not, but it's a very handy skill in the NBA. I'm not sure everyone wants to watch a whole lot of free throws. What's good to get to the line though? He's got to be attacking the basket. Not only is he taking the three-point shots, but he's taking the ball in. No assists for a player playing at guard in the form of Austin Reeves, but one very special one almost came off. A little bit of a screen and roll. Austin did a bit of a half spin. Looked, uh, He shoveled it sideways, a no-look pass. Fired it to Walker Kessler, who hasn't been getting minutes but was today. But Walker missed the big dunk. Could have been an assist of special note, but it just didn't happen. So zero assists for Austin Reeves, 11 points in 15 minutes, some good signs on three or four shooting. Here's our next question on the Dribbling Chit Chat Show. We chat about your questions for the Dribbling 
chit chat. There's always plenty of dribble and plenty of chit chat. D Styles at the nation's capital. D Styles at the nation capital. Did the USA do anything different in the game versus Greece? Well, D Styles, I think there was a few things that we hadn't seen in the first couple of games. That is, um, they played a more traditional big man, more traditional in the FIBA sense of international basketball. For 16 minutes, we saw Walker Kessler on the field and he, he dominated the middle for them, gave them someone big, a threat to uh, protect the rim and uh, rebound and uh, put a big body on other centres where they, they've played a bit more of a small ball as the backup centre to um, to date. And uh, so something special there, perhaps brewing, or maybe the coach just testing different combinations. But before that, they've been playing Paulo Banchero a lot as uh, their backup centre. So Anthony Edwards looks like the man-child of this team. He's looking like a baby LeBron He's so strong and so athletic, a little shorter, of course, than LeBron, or a lot shorter, but seems to be able to get to the hoop and bully his way in a little LeBron-like. 17 minutes, 21 points on 8 of 16 shooting, one block. So strong in defense as well. When he wants to turn it on, this team can put a bit of pressure on the perimeter and they've got the odd shot blocker inside. Despite not being an all-star team, like the Redeem team and the Dream team, they still look like they're coming together and um, could be very good internationally. Brunson, 4 or 6 shooting. It looks like this is his team to run. He's the starting point guard. 7 assists. No one else was near that. Brunson, 4 or 6 shooting. 7 assists. Josh Hart, another former Laker. Someone we haven't seen much of till now. But Josh Hart, 0 for 0 on the field goals. But looks like he's going to be a role player. Coach Kerr seemed to forget about him minutes-wise until this game, but he got some good minutes and he got nine rebounds. Four assists, two steals and one block. Could be the sort of player who plays a great little role on this team, a little more experienced than some of the other young players as well. Bobby Portis, when you need someone to bump around and uh, play a little bit of power forward, Maybe a little bit of stretch for Bobby Portis. He looks like he'll get into the rough and tumble for Coach Kerr on this team. 10 points and 7 boards. Cameron Johnson, most people know him as a 3-point shooter. He went 5 of 10. He got 4 assists. 3 steals might surprise people. But what really surprises people is his sneaky athleticism. Cam Johnson, if you can get on there, get on the YouTube, see if you can download or stream the game. V Grease, watch him. I think he got the best dunk of the game. Spoiler alert, I won't go into it in detail, but have a look for Cam Johnson, dunk of the game. Lakers, Lakers everywhere. Here's a question from one of our listeners in California. Question from Ted O of Sacramento. Are there any other danger teams in our FIBA group for the USA? Well, on that other slide that we talked about, Lakers, Lakers everywhere, another theme we've talked about, the USA versus Germany. They're in the same group. They've got a couple of NBA players and a real Los Angeles Lakers connection. So our man Dennis Schroeder will be up with his um, teammate in Germany in the form of Mo Wagner, both former Lakers, will be taking on Austin Reeves, the current Laker. That'll be uh, the USA's last warm-up game, and it's on Sunday.
Now, here's a question from Bouncing Benji. Where oh where is Lakers fan favourite, Wenyan Gabriel? Well, we've combed the world for you, Benji, and we've had a look and we found him hiding in plain sight. That could be it. Wenyan found hiding in plain sight. We found him in a place you wouldn't expect. All the way from the USA, we've found him playing for South Sudan in FIBA. Then we had to look into it a bit deeper. It looked like he didn't play in the warm-up games. South Sudan, a bit of a Cinderella story, them getting in to the World Cup. Now, they've made that final 32 teams. They had to qualify. They went only lost one game out of 11 in qualifying. And Lakers, Lakers everywhere, joining the team since they qualified because prior to that he was on duty for the Los Angeles Lakers. He makes them a lot stronger. Is our man... Wenyan Gabriel, what a great thing to see Wenyan back in. Unfortunately, he does not have a Lakers contract. There's people saying, give him one of the 14th or 15th spot. Doesn't have an NBA contract, to our knowledge, of any sort. And another Laker connection, Luol Deng. He's an assistant coach with the South Sudanese team. Luol, of course, people remember, was a great player at Miami and Chicago, but wasn't quite the same player, unfortunately, when uh, with the Lakers, and they uh, waived and stretched his contract, so the Lakers had to play somewhere around $10 million a year or about that for about three years, so couldn't um, employ another player under that part of the salary cap, so suffered a little bit there, the Lakers, but they'd be happy to see Lowell Dane put some of his own money into backing South Sudan to get that team together and he's put his time in developing young players. He's really given to South Sudan. It's great to see someone put their money where their mouth is, and he's put put his time in there as well. They're all dang former Laker. Now, um, let's cover a little bit more about Wenyan in terms of the games since Benji's asked. Look, Wenyan, the former Laker, he top scored against Brazil. Uh, where they lost 85-75, the uh, Sudanese, playing in Melbourne, a thing called the Friendly Games, where there's three games in five day, four teams here, so a little round robin. And the second game, though, the team won. The Sudanese team beat Venezuela 80-61, having lost to Brazil 85-75, so they bounced back for their second game for a win. In the first game, Wenyan was the top scorer. I believe he had 17 points. And he really made a difference having that NBA experience. Their third and final game, the South Sudanese looked a bit tired. Wenyan, though, as always, he brought the energy. He brought the hustle. He was willing to bump around on the boards with the slightly bigger Australian lineup. And uh, he really did stand out in terms of energy uh, on both ends um, around the boards. There's no news on any NBA contracts for him at this stage. And great question from those in the Lakers who'd like to see him back. I guess they need to see what else could be available across the league. They're really holding out the Lakers. But Wenyan, there's still fans who'd love to have him back. Question. Question from a fellow called Seizure Salad. Seizure Salad. I guess if you don't have enough salads, you could have a health seizure. But Seizure Salad. Any concerns about Australia's FIBA World Cup warm-ups? Hmm. Good question, seizure salad. Look, the fact that Australia lost a game by four points to Brazil, Australia was supposed to be ranked third in the FIBA rankings. They've gone into this game, a warm-up game, 
in Australia at Melbourne and somehow lost to the 13th ranked Brazilians is a bit of a concern. But look, just a small loss for a couple of things were out. You wouldn't worry too much, but I think there's a bit more to it. A couple of areas that they need to look at, seizure salad. One is the uh, bigs. They, um, when they were in the Tokyo Olympics, prior to it, there were some warm-up games against the USA. And for the first time ever, Australia beat the USA. And they were able to do that and win some of the bigger games in the Tokyo Olympics by playing Jock Landale at power forward or at the four and playing people like Aaron Baines at centre. Now, without that, if Landau now, who was able to play pretty much at um, the four spot, if he's the only big with NBA experience and he's injured, that's a little bit of a concern. Well, it's a pretty big concern right now. Dewar Breath, we'll talk about him in a minute. He filled in admirably. But what are we going to do in terms of the bigs? And I've got a couple of other concerns now that you ask about it. Seizure salad. The Brazil game showed a little bit of a problem at point of attack defence. They couldn't defend the quicker guards. It's nice to have a big guard on our team like Josh Giddy, who really does make plays. He's solid, the passes, any turnovers he's getting seem to be just because players aren't quite ready to catch these great passes that are coming from Josh Giddy. That'll improve. But we struggled with just something as simple as an on-ball screen, the big rolling down, or the zippy guard getting around our guard. Nice to have big guards, but do we lose a little bit laterally? Do we struggle with the point of attack defense? And they kicked it back out to bigs who could shoot. They played two bigs. We were down a big, so a little bit of trouble. We're stronger on the wings. That's good news. We've got people like Josh Green. We've got Daniels. Tyson Daniels, we've got uh, Thibault bigger on the wings than we've ever been before. But what is going on then? It's good to be defensively great there, but we're not hitting the threes. I think we seem, our success seems to be going as the three-point shot goes, which worries me a bit there, seizure salad. Versus Brazil, we miss 14 of our first 16 shots. 14 of our first 16. You can't start a game like that and expect to win the World Cup. We were zero from eight in the first quarter uh, from three-point attempts. Further on our three-point attempts, Paddy Mills was zero from his first eight three-point attempts. We beat the South Sudanese in our last game, but Giddy, nine assists, fantastic. That's what we're talking about. A nice big guard with beautiful uh, passing, great court vision, somebody strong, but one of six shooting. One of six, seizure salad. Bit of a concern. Jono, here's a question. Back to our dribbling chit-chat where you... Uh, look, you dribble the chit-chat yourselves. Here's a bit of the dribbling chit-chat from Jono at Schotown. Look, from Schotown, are there any positives for the boomers so far, Tony? I think there are. And it's a good counter question to seizure salad's question. What are the positives? Well, in that last game there against South Sudan, Thibault and Reith saved Australia. Matisse Thibault had 17 points. He also saved Australia a fair bit. He and Paddy Mills in that bronze medal game 
at the Tokyo Olympics to get our first ever bronze. I don't think people realise how good uh, Matisse Thibault was in that game and how much the former Paddy Mills seems to be a key to Australia going well and how often he does it. We need to make a statue of this man. He's bailed Australia out that many times. But Matisse, 17 points, 5 or 6. I don't think you can rely on him to do that all the time. It's allegedly the weakest part of his game in the NBA. So thank you, Matisse. His defence is fantastic. But three-point shooting every now and then, we'd love to get one. Five or six saved us the other day. Can he do it again? Can the rest of us help him out? Drop Ruth, backup centre, was in the system in the uh, games in Tokyo where we got the bronze. He was just a backup, backup centre. Only got on a couple of minutes every now and then, but you up, Ruth, 15 points, 6 rebounds for a much-needed big man. They were talking about him not making the cut from when we go from 13 players down to 12. We need you up, Ruth. There'll be none of that talk. I think he's the most important big at the moment. A few of the others stretch bigs and uh, not quite firing, sometimes defending well, but you up, Ruth, seems to be the best all-round big right at the moment. Our hopes still might come together there, uh, John O at Scotown, because Josh Green also gives us hope. It uh, was his first game in, in the uh, recent series because of um, a elbow injury. So he got on the court and uh, he looked good. Uh, he's, he can shoot the three. He's a great defender, great wing defender. Again, we're going to need to find a point of attack defender in my books. But... Um, Sports Illustrated uh, Mavs writer had an article where they called Josh Green during the week Delhi on steroids. Delhi on steroids. That's one to look at because uh, if you're being acknowledged in the States, that's something special. Josh Green, he um, look looks good. And we go back to one of our earlier podcasts. We had a section that said there'll be no Delhi on the telly. So Della Vadova, unlucky when we moved down Matthew Della Vadova from 15 players to 13. And we have to move down to a final 12. And we have to find a big from somewhere, please. Can one come out of the woodwork? Or a miracle ankle recovery there for Jock Landale. The other bit of good news, I think, Jono at Town is that um, these players all shoot at a better percentage in the NBA. Now, if under that pressure and in that company they can shoot that percentage, there could be a sign that the three-point shooting will eventually regress to the mean. Um, They'll have to regress up to the mean. Most people's three-point shooting regresses down to the mean. So Australia's better go up. Now, here's a question on World Cup wobbles other than Australia's. Here's a question from someone called Mausch at Scone High. Mouse at Scone High, did the Dominicans really beat Canada? And he's got a picture here of Dominican nuns. Very funny, Dominican nuns. I'm sure they're good basketballers. But when he said Dominicans, I think in the part of the world Mouse is from, he's only familiar with the Dominican nuns. What about the Dominican Republic? They've pulled off a bit of an upset, although they've got the big centre there, Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns poured in 18 points on 6 for 9 shooting from the field. There's Lakers, Lakers everywhere. See our Dribbling Chit Chat show, episode one. We featured a man from 
the summer league team called LJ Figueroa. Not just one of the streets leading there to the former Staples Centre there to watch the Lakers, Figueroa Street in Los Angeles, but LJ Figueroa had a game-high 20 points. He's a player who looked like he'd be a bit out of luck in terms of getting an NBA contract, but didn't he come on and smash him? He's outscored Carl Anthony Towns, the superstar. 20 points from LJ just shows the heart, energy he brought to the game that we saw with the Lakers in Summer League. He did it again for the Dominican Republic. Lucas Dort, he scored uh, 13 points for Canada. So uh, Dort, the best scorer for, for Canada. Still talented. They've got RJ Barrett. They've got Gilgis Alexander. Get it right, Tony. A question. Thomas the Rose Between Two Thorns. Thomas the Rose Between Two Thorns. Great name for a young fellow there who can put a question to the podcast. What about the World Cup injuries and any withdrawals? Are there any updates? And I guess he'd be looking at players like Jock Landale. But there's a big one that's come out during the week. Jamal Murray, Canadian, has played for Canada a few times, but they were hoping to get sort of this team full of NBA talent like Kelly O'Linick, RJ Barrett, Shagilgas Alexander, as we just said, and... Jamal Murray, fresh off winning the whole thing, the NBA championship, after a year plus out with injury, then he's put the year plus in as a star player, and all of that season, all of the post uh, postseason to go through the playoffs and win the whole thing as one of the superstars, one of the two most important players on the Denver Nuggets, that's got to take some wear and tear, and he now is not available, probably staying on the safe side. Denver might be happy to hear that, but it's a sad day for Canada that uh, Jamal Murray, the superstar, won't be with them, but they still have probably one of the deepest NBA uh, calibre teams outside of the USA. Question next. The question comes from Sean at Abbey Takeaway. Sean at Abbey Takeaway, go in there and tell them at Abbey Takeaway that you listen to the show and uh, get a good quote for a good meal there from Sean. Or some catering. They also do catering. Um, and wholesale. Sean at Abbey Takeaway. What's next on Reeves Watch and FIBA Watch? Well, Sean, um, Australia, they still get two more uh, warm-up games. Uh, not a lot of teams do. They got out uh, from Melbourne quite quickly after that game. And they're already over there in Japan. And they'll play France on Sunday. So tomorrow, Australian time, Australia versus France. Now, how can Australia be top three ranked when there's teams like France, teams like Spain, teams like Canada, teams like Germany? It's going to be tough. This World Cup, uh, that top eight is uh, tough to get out of. You've got to be first and second in your pool. And another team that's in the US's pool is Germany. So the USA versus Germany, that's on uh, Sunday. And the USA versus Germany means Reeves, Austin Reeves of the LA Lakers versus former LA Lakers, Dennis Schroeder and Mo Wagner. There's a throwback for people who can remember the Los Angeles Lakers drafting. Maurice, Maurice, so they called him Mo Wagner. And his brother plays there as well. His brother's a star with the uh, Orlando Magic. Now, 
And I believe Mo Wagner's there as well. Uh, here we go. The Larry Lakers dribbling chit-chat show. Our last question as we run out of a little bit of time. We're going to put this question to the people. So hop on our YouTube comments or tee us up. Hit, send something into us at the Larry Lakers. The Larry Lakers at gmail.com. So if the old-fashioned way, the Larry Lakers at gmail.com. Or watch the YouTube and go into the comment stream and put down your uh, discussion points on this question. Here it comes. It's from cam.ron at three names. Cam.ron at three names. Is praise for the U- from the USA teammates, so is praise from his USA teammates about what brings Austin Reeves all of his success that he deserves his success, that he is a talent. That's great that they're saying he's a talent. And they've said what makes him great is that Austin Reeves knows how to get to the free throw line. Is that a backhanded compliment when saying what's great about Austin, he belongs here on this team, and what he's great at, he knows he's good at, he's great at getting to, he knows how to get to the free throw line. Is that a bit of a backhanded compliment from all-star teammates when saying Austin Reeves belongs at this level. Surely he can do more than that. Surely it's underestimating the man's defensive ability, his willingness to move his feet, his heart. What about the heart of the man, the motor? What about his willingness to hit a three under pressure? What about his movement off the ball, his willingness to come off screens, to take a hit, take a charge? There's more to the man, surely, but... I want to know what you think. Send us your comments. The Larry Lakers at G League. Uh, sorry. The Larry Lakers at Gmail. We wish we were in the G League. The Larry Lakers at Gmail.com or jump on the podcast uh, on the YouTube and go into the comments section. Until next week, we look forward to hearing from you. Please like, subscribe, give us a five-star review, tell your friends, and uh, until then, all the best from the dribbling chit chat. The Larry Lakers Show. Until next week, goodbye.